0: Welcome to the Abundant Life Church Podcast, equipping people to live successful Christian lives. So we are in week three of our Marriage at the Movie series. Uh, yeah, so you guys have made it through week three. All right, come on. Um, you know, we started off just kind of breaking up the stereotype of the happily ever after. Right. And we are learning that marriage isn't happily ever after. Marriage is happily even after. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and just that this process and this journey that God is taking us through. And last week we were able to hear uh, from Pastor Ben and Claire on, are we on the same yeah. script? Uh, and, so and talking, we can't be on the same script if we don't understand our roles in the marriage right. covenant You know, wives voluntarily submitting as an equal, husbands voluntarily loving and leading as a priority. So today, we get to talk about week three, the plot twist in marriage. Dun, dun, dun! dun.
1: I wanted to add that dun, dun, dun part, so thanks.
0: So who doesn't love a good plot twist? Like, I remember the first time watching um, Empire Strikes Back. Like, I've, seen, no, that movie, no, like, like, I've no. seen that movie like one
1: time I've seen that movie. It's not my thing. you never seen it? Once. What? It's,
0: How long have we been married? You never, I don't
1: know. I don't understand. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I know what happens. <laughs> Skywalker, lightsabers, it's fine.
0: Planet of the Apes. Come on, who watched Planet of the Apes? Yep, that's a
1: twist
0: All right. at the end there. Uh, yep. Sixth Sense. Oh, like,
1: ooh, that's scary. Like, <laughs> It was creepy good. or i like was i'm still traumatized by my first plot twist experience being a 90s kid the lion king <laughs> that's traumatic. like mufasa like, stamp like simba crawling up to his dead body that's really sad but then do, you, do,
0: you, do we need to talk through that is i undealt with emotion there
1: <laughs> i've watched it a hundred times i'll watch it a hundred more and i'll be sad every time but there was a good plot twist because what happened simba came back yeah. Took his rightful place
0: as king. Circle of life, y'all. This is
1: not so. about the Lion King. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> so what, what is a plot twist? A plot yeah. twist, it's an unexpected change in trajectory. You know, it's this, we see these plot twists in the books right. that we read or, or in, the, in the movies that we see, and they don't follow this linear path that may have been suggested at the start of the movie or of the story. And when properly executed, come on, we know a really good book or movie that has a really good plot to us, like, we were not expecting that. Right. You know, it, 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 it properly introduces these misdirections. And there's this general surprise of the audience. And therefore, it enhances our engagement and our experience.
1: Yeah, I am always surprised. No matter the plot twist. I never see it coming. I feel like you do. But I'm always like... (gasps) But
0: I don't say it because I don't like talking during movies. I am like somebody else. I'm a talker. Why is that happening? (laughs) Who's he? What's happening? I was like, just... We've had to go in movie theaters and say, hey, you you ask any question you want before the movie, any question you want after the movie, but no questions in between.
1: I have to Google or I have to like write on my phone what the question is so I don't forget.
0: Yes. But I understand
1: (laughs) it better if I understand the movie. It's fine.
0: What... (laughs) Here's the thing. What makes a great story is that in those plot twists, they had to overcome some kind of great odds. Yes. You know, because if there is no tension, if there is no struggle or test, then what do they have to overcome? And what inspiration is there? Like, I know, like, there's times when we watch something and you're like, well, it would have been a whole lot easier if they just did this. I'm like, but then what? it wouldn't be a movie. Like
1: little Frodo could have hopped on an eagle, just dropped the ring into Mount Doom. The movie would have been over. Lives would have been saved. It didn't have to be so dramatic. It would have been fine. So Am I, am I the only one who thought that? Like, yeah. There's so many things that's like, uh, look, Ryan Thomas is blown away. <laughs> <I'm>,
0: <laughs> Listen, yeah. these plots to us that we see in the movies, these yeah. are the same things that happen in marriage, right? You know, if there's no struggle that we experience in our marriage and our relationships, then what do we have to overcome? Right. And if is life only for comfort and for you to feel happy, or is the angle just to have constant pleasure, or is mm. the angle constant faithfulness? And I really feel like in marriage we want the testimonies without right. the test. Yeah. And there are times, like we stood at the altar and we said, I do to each yes. other through the second thing. We made those vows to one another, right. but we never really understood what storms or what plot twists were coming our yeah. way.
1: I mean, I think whether you are single or whether you're married, life has twists. Life is full of pl- plot twists, so you can't avoid it. But when you're married, when a plot twist comes, that's something that can shake your marriage, yes. but you're not in it alone. The plot twist that you're facing, you're now facing with another person. That's right. And there is so many different plot twists that we can be facing in life. I mean, you have some of the the most catastrophic, tragic ones like death. You have things like moving in a new job. You have things like sickness or just kids, right? You have infertility or you have... um, a division in family, or divorce, and now remarrying and blending a new family together. Life yeah. is full of plot twists, and when we're married, there's no exception to facing them.
0: Yeah, I, I think a plot twist that the whole world experienced all at the same time was COVID. Yeah, you know, it's like we were not expecting. I was like, oh, it's going to be a couple of weeks, and and again, here we are, <laughs> two two and a half years, like, like I can't and believe still it. going yeah. through it, and like yeah. we're still trying to understand, hey, what's to come. Uh, plot twists don't always come, like you're saying, as shocking or as tragic, but there are those that really rock us to our core. Uh, Others, they can bring, you know, just uncontrolled circumstances, like they happen without anything that we did. It just happens. But there are those that do happen due to our our actions. And many of us, we have experienced some of these struggles and these tests some of us have gone through them, and we've finally or have come out onto the other side. Right. Uh, some of us, we're still going through them. Yeah. Some of us in this room, we, we haven't even, you haven't faced plot twists. Like, some, I can't, I'm about going to be <laughs> human flesh coming out. I can't Good. stand when parents, oh, or, 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 or married people like, oh, we never fight. We never bicker. Oh, no. Lie! <laughs> Calling you out! <laughs> Do to happen?
1: I think our first fight was on our honeymoon. I'm gonna be totally honest. It As a married was. couple? Yes.
0: Oh, because we had fights before we were oh,
1: married. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Let's just be honest here.
1: Yes, we have very strong personalities. <laughs> we do. But yes, for God's glory. Yeah. Amen. But, I, in
0: in yeah. all honesty, if if Megan and I we can be authentic with y'all and, and just very real, Um, you know, the plot twists that we have, have have faced, you know, they have rocked us mm-hmm. and they've shifted the course of our marriage sometimes because of how hard and difficult they were yeah. walking. Like, this isn't something I've shied away from. Like, I, I've been open about, you know, the addiction that I had to pornography, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, just the feeling of this guilt and the shame and the weight that I was carrying in my life that yeah. I didn't allow the one that I loved the most in, in my life to help me with that struggle. Yeah. And, and I never, I will never forget the moment where it's like I knew I needed help because it got so bad where I, I carried those insecurities and that guilt and that shame, and it started making me to think, it's like, I want it in my own life. Mm-hmm. And that scared me. Mm-hmm. I, I, I knew at that point, it's like, this is not what God had promised for me. Mm-hmm. This is not what God had promised for us. So as right. hard as it was, the plot twist of coming to her say, hey, I need to be open and honest with you. Yeah. I'm struggling here. I'm yeah. struggling with addiction. Yeah. And I'm thankful because God gave me Megan to help me walk through. She helped me find uh, and grow my accountability group. You know, mm-hmm. helped me encourage me to to see a counselor. Listen, seeing a counselor does not mean that you are weak. It's a no. it's a sign of strength.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so do
0: not be afraid if you're struggling with any kind of addiction, please get the help. Get the help for your for your life for your marriage, for your family yeah. because God has a greater purpose yeah, for you. Yeah, and
1: it made all the difference for us. I don't even want to think about where we would be right now if we didn't go through that together, if we right. didn't see the counselor, if, if we didn't work on rebuilding trust, and that was really hard, because when trust is broken, it can be broken like that, but to rebuild trust, it takes a long time, yeah. um, but we worked through that, you know, and obviously with God, we were able to overcome that, and now we're at a place in our marriage where I feel like we have never been stronger, and we're yeah. so much stronger now because of going through all that together. Amen. Yeah, and and, I mean, different things that we faced too that really was out of our control. We lost our first pregnancy and that was really hard. We walked through that together and the grief that goes with that. Um, And then more recently, I've been having some struggles with my mental health and having to talk to my doctor and lately I've been on medication to help with my anxiety. And so that was a a twist for us. I wasn't expecting that. (laughs) So we weren't expecting that, but we've been walking through that together. And we say all all these different things up here, not because it's like, well, look it up us but we say it because we know we're not alone in these things. That's right. We're not going to but if we had people raise their hand in this room if they've gone through something like this or something similar, I know this room would be full of hands because right. we're all walking through things like that. Yeah. And so we're up here to tell you that although it's hard, with God we can get through That's it.
0: That's right. Because God does have a greater purpose for you and I. Right. God has a greater tomorrow for you right now. Because we can, listen, Maggie and I, we can talk about these things, about being free, and about overcoming the the past storms and the storms that we're in, because when we talk about it, the enemy has no power to remind us of it. He has no power to keep holding it over us. When we speak freely about God moving through us and how God has brought us from here to there, there's power and there's freedom in that. And so there's no shame in that.
1: That's right. And, you know, when we were preparing for this message, we really wanted to, op- you know, open God's Word and look at some different characters in the Bible who have faced plot twists in their life. But there were so many, we couldn't just choose one. Yeah. <laughs> because It's every like there's single- a
0: plot twist for almost every single individual exactly. that's introduced in I the I mean, Bible.
1: Abraham and Sarah, you know, you're going to have a baby and you're super old. Boom! Plot twist, right? Yeah. Like Noah, you're going to build an ark and... The earth's going to flood. Plot twist. Like every yeah. single character that you can think of in the Old Testament or the New Testament has gone through a plot twist. And, and look at the disciples. Their lives were, I mean, completely turned around when Jesus entered the scene right. and said, come and follow me. So plot twists happen. We can't, we can't avoid it. But God, right? Yeah, that's
0: right. But God indeed. Because who God is and his, his unconditional, unfathomable love for you and I he's going to always see us through. That's right. Listen, I I don't know what you're facing today, what struggle you're going through, if you're watching online, and and, and it feels very hard. Mm -hmm. Some of you are experiencing a very traumatic or tragic situation, and it's hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel. It's hard to be able to even say, God, you're with me, because we feel so alone.
1: Yeah.
0: We're not here to cast shame. We're not here to judge. Right. We're just here to remember that if you're still living and breathing, that God's not done with you. You still have a plan and a purpose. That's right. You play a part in His will. And I just felt like before we, we continued, I just wanted to pray, yeah. you know, because it, that we can just align our hearts together. So would you just bow your heads with us? Heavenly Father, we love you and we thank you. And God, as we, we continue to dive in, into your word, Father, that we would just have an open heart. God, I don't know what we came in with this morning. God, I don't know what what weight has been on our shoulders, God, what we've been feeling, but God, that we can trust in this truth that you are not done with us, that we still serve a part of your perfect will and purpose, God. So we open our hearts to you in Jesus' name, amen. Yes. amen. In Romans 8, 28, it says, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. We serve a part of God's purpose. Wow. And so it, a lot of times we, we like to be prepared, mm-hmm. for, be prepared before the plot twist comes because it's not a matter of if the plot twist is going to come or if the struggle is going to come, it's when right. it's going to come. And so we do want to prepare our hearts. We want to help prepare our marriage and our family as best as we can right. so, you know, to prepare. It's like you can prepare for the unexpected. Right. You can prepare your hearts. Because you're going to get to a point in your marriage where you think, man, we're going through difficulties. And those difficult times will make you feel certain things. Like, yeah. do I still want to be married to this person? Right. Do I have any more feelings for them anymore? Mm-hmm. You know, am, I, am I compatible with them yeah. anymore? They've changed so yeah. much.
1: I remember a big thought I have was like, did I marry the wrong person? God, are you sure? Did I mess it up? Were you talking about the guy over there and I thought you meant this one? But not anymore. I don't think that anymore. <laughs> Most of the time, just being honest with you, you know, sometimes it's like, I think I messed up, <laughs> but <laughs> not, it's not true, just a feeling.
0: Completely <laughs> honest, right? right. Uh, Here we are, yeah. Listen, if you reach this point, mm-hmm. you know, you have a choice to make. Mm-hmm. Am I going to stay? Am I going to do the right thing? Uh, The choices that you will make will either save your marriage or end your marriage. And your long-term ability to do the right thing depends on whether or not your marriage is standing firm on God. In Matthew 7, 24, 27, Jesus is speaking. He says this, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. Mm. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall. Because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain rain came down, streams rose, the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. The best foundation, the best foundation of your marriage is when you and I, we realize that God has a purpose for your marriage. That's right. Not just for our lives. See, right. every great marriage, it exists for a reason greater than itself. Right. And that reason is God. Right. A greater reason gives you great power. A lesser reason gives you lesser power. Yeah. So when your marriage, it hits this rough patch in the season, in the circumstance, plot to us, da da da. You know, sometimes the only thing that holds it together is the staying power for that great reason. Right. Marriages make it through and can succeed when both the husband and the wife can say, This marriage, you and I, we're standing on the solid rock of God. Right. Just like that, this house built on a rock, it can withstand the storms that come.
1: Yeah, and so, you know, we say the foundation needs to be built on God, built on His Word, um, and that is what the rock is. So what is the sand that, the, that it's being referred to in here? What does sand look like? And it's not always a bad thing. You know, obviously there are things that are sin and that we need to avoid and not build our foundation on, but not everything that is sand is a sin. Like our right. kids, you know, we yeah. love our kids, love them, but we can't build our foundation on them. That's right. One day they're going to be gone and out of the house. Oh, I don't want to think about that though. They're still little, but one I day, can. one day they're going to be graduated. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, when that day comes, it's just going to be us. And, and what, you know, if we haven't built a foundation, then what's that going to leave That's us, right. right? We can't build our foundation on physical attraction. That's right. Although it's important to be attracted to your spouse. You're not always going to look like this. You know, you look great now, but your dad's bald. So <laughs> we know what's coming. And if that was the, I mean, that sounded bad. That wasn't You know I love you. I know know you're so attractive. Yeah, but... I don't look the way I did when we got married. I know. You know, so the thing is, you know, what's going to happen in 10, 15 years? The foundation has to be built on so much more than just physical appearance or financial stability, because in an instant, financial stability can be gone. Our, our foundation has to be built on the Word of God. That's right. And, you know, we've been talking a lot about preparing. You can prepare for the plot twists. I think it's important to say, though, that some things you can't emotionally prepare for. Like right. when, we, when we lost our baby the first pregnancy, that was really... Really hard. And there was no way that I could have prepared for that emotionally. However, because we had prepared spiritually and our foundation was in the Lord, it didn't rock our marriage. It was hard, yeah. but it didn't rock us who we were and at our core because we had spent time beforehand investing in our marriage, investing to make sure that yeah, our good. foundation was built on the rock and not yeah. on sand.
0: Yeah, you know, those who commit to pursuing God's will and building their lives on His word alone, having that strong foundation to whether any struggle, any storm, any plot to us, John 16, 33, in the world, you will have tribulation. Right. He's saying in this world, you will experience hardships. You will experience the unexpected. You will experience something that will rock you to your core. But take heart, I have overcome the world. There is only one force on this earth that will cause you to rise above, and that's God himself and him only. Marriages fail when the husband and wives are living, or will not fail when they are living on a higher purpose. And that's God's purpose. Mm -hmm. And we can discover that power of marriage being built on Jesus Christ, on that solid rock, on that firm foundation. Jimmy Evans says this at every XO. You know, a husband and wife will have a 100% success rate if they do it God's way. If they do it God's way. Yeah. So we want to talk about, so that's, we can prepare as much as we want, but a lot of times for many of us, we're still in it right now. Right. We're in the struggle.
1: Yeah. How does we're this in help the me hardship. if I'm already in it?
0: Yeah. And so like in, in your prayer time and, and, and in your spiritual journey, we just want to encourage you to be patient to be patient. A lot of times we don't want to be patient because we don't live in a patient culture no. and society. Uh, we want to get through whatever emotions, whatever yeah. feelings, you know, the pain, you name it. We want to get through it as fast
1: as yeah, possible. Yeah, we want like a quick fix to it, right? Even yeah. like when we're watching TV together, we're watching Gordon Ramsay, and then there's a commercial and I don't want to watch a commercial, so we just fast forward it on through. Right. And that kind of like mentality, I think overflows into everyday living. When things are hard, I don't want to deal with this. I just want to kind of put my head down, get through to the other side. And, and when we have that mentality, we miss what God is trying to teach us through the struggle that we're in.
0: Yeah. And I think for me as a guy, I tell myself it's easier not to feel. I don't want to feel. I have feelings. I don't like to admit that. I don't like to, to say I have feelings, but I do. That's right. the truth because God gave me feelings and God gave me emotions. But emotions and feelings suck. Can we be honest?
1: Know about
0: that? Oh, they do. I'm a feeler,
1: so I'm like feelings are good, and I am too. But I don't like it. I
0: don't like that I'm a feeler. I don't like these things that I feel, and I think that's because it compacts this toxic mindset mentality that I used to have, and I would tell myself, "Don't feel this way," because that's not manning up, Mm -hmm. you know. But that's an unhealthy
1: mindset, right? And I think like. When, you, when that was your mindset, you came from a good place. Like, you really thought you were being strong for me, or you really thought you were doing the right mm-hmm. thing. And it caused really allowing yourself to get humble and realize this yeah. isn't the right mentality to have. This isn't, you know, not feeling anything and letting those things out is not the healthy thing to do.
0: Yeah, so we have to learn in this season of being patient, we need to learn the importance on embracing God in the struggle. Mm-hmm. Romans twelve twelve says, Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, Faithful in prayer. You know, there is no greater teacher than the pain that we go through. Mm. Listen, we don't like pain. No. So we try to avoid it. And when we face the struggles, it's easier to look at what others have or what, or what we don't, or we begin to find where our spouses are coming up short. And this goes back to what we talked about earlier in the series. Marriage doesn't create problems, it reveals them, and we weren't designed to meet the deep soul needs of another human being. So when we go through this hard season, God in his good and gracious love is allowing us to walk through some of this stuff. God's allowing us to do that. Yeah, Because the struggle or season it, that we are going through or may go through it will be the very thing that we may actually need in right. our marriage and in our life to grow.
1: Yeah, it's hard. When we're uncomfortable or when things are hard, it's easy to think like God is not in control or that God has, you know, where are you, God? Are you there? And sometimes things are really hard and we think it will make us feel better if we have an answer to that of why this happened and sometimes there isn't an answer yeah. but sometimes God allows us to go through these things to show us that he's with us through it, through, through it I mean, yeah. we talked about it's no surprise that we're going to go through hard things, the Bible's very open with that, we will go through hard things but God has never left us and he's never forsaken us and he's with us through it and I think of the hard times that we've been through, we have grown so much closer mm-hmm. to God, so much closer to each other, so much healthier. Yeah. It's, it's crazy to think that going through something hard like that will actually, you do it correctly, cause you to become healthier. Yeah. And that's where, where we've been through, what, through Absolutely.
0: those struggles. Absolutely. Yeah. So just learn how to be patient in this time. You know, also in our spiritual journey, to persevere. Mm. You know, and, and I want to explain that there's this difference between patience and perseverance. Patience, you know, it's, it's enduring. It's the ability to endure. Where, right. where perseverance, it's the determination to continue through, mm. even though it may be difficult. In James 1 to 2, uh, verse, uh, chapter 1, verse 2 and 3, it says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And mm. I always struggle with this, because the, the, the hardships that we face and the struggles, that's not joyful. Mm. Our, it, it's, it's counter to what our flesh feels. Right. But we're to consider it joyful to go through this test, joyful to persevere through the struggle perseverance, that determination to keep going, to, to ask, hey, how do I still grow through this struggle where I may not see the end right now? How do we grow right. as, as a couple? How does our family grow through this time? Because right. the reason that we need both patience and perseverance is because we can't just sit back. Mm-hmm. We have to be able to
1: act. Yeah, I mean, we can just sit back. We can. But then what happens? We're not growing, we're not thriving, and then we're upset because we're not growing and we're not thriving and we're going in the same circles. So- yeah, Yeah,
0: we've heard this saying, oh, well, the grass is always greener on the other side. No. See, the grass isn't greener on the other side. The grass is greener wherever you water it, Mm -hmm. wherever you put yourself, wherever you take take care of. You You have to deliberately choose to invest in that. Right. And it's, it, we can, it's so much better when we choose to do it together because yeah. we're stronger together. That's right. 1 Peter 4, 8, above all, keep loving one another earnestly since love covers a multitude of sins.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's been hard sometimes to persevere and to still show love and to still show respect and to still serve and honor you when there's been times I feel like he doesn't deserve it. Mm. I know that there's times where I haven't deserved it. So, you know, what do I do when I feel like you don't deserve the, uh, me to show love to you you don't deserve me to continuing persevering with you and that's when God reminded me I'm I'm not doing it because he deserves it I'm called to do it because that's being obedient to God that's right and he I answer to him above all you know our marriage our earthly marriage will be done once once we're dead <laughs> once I'm yeah. dead that's it but I'm my relationship with God is for all eternity and I answer to him above all and so that's always been a reminder to me even though that the, there's times I feel like you haven't been deserving it mm-hmm. or I don't want to or I don't feel like it, ultimately, I'm called to show love and to show respect to you, and that's being obedient to God, yeah. and that's more, even more important than my relationship with yeah. you.
0: Yeah, what we're learning is persistent love. It's going to help us persevere with one another with both time right. and intentionality.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, when you look at the verse, you know how iron sharpens iron, iron does sharpen iron, but if it's being done right, it's going to create sparks. Yeah. There's going to be some tension. But that yes. intentionality is only going to make us better. It's only okay. going to make us stronger. It's only going to make us healthier down the line. Right. So in this journey, being patient, having perseverance, but also we need to be able to shift our perspective. We have to be able to say, you know what? I need to take the focus off of myself. I need to put it back on God. Right. As, as hard as this is. Here, here's the reality. Megan, you and I, we are two imperfect sinners who he, who... We need a yes. heck of a lot of grace.
1: Absolutely.
0: Don't we all? Right. We are all sinners. We all mess up. Yeah. We all fail. In our culture, our culture wants us to, to have this presentation that we're all perfect. We're not. Right. We are not. And we can't fool ourselves. And we're not going to be able to fool others. Right. We have to be able to put the, 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 the perspective back onto God and not on ourselves. And I think a lot of the times, you know, when we go through these problems and we go through these struggles, it's very easier to focus on what you're doing wrong and not focus on the things that I'm doing wrong. Or it's very easy to focus on everything else that's happening, but I'm not putting the shift and the focus on back to, hey, what do I need to be doing? And I think a lot of times we can get caught up in that, that feeling. Listen, we have, to, we have to stop letting feelings mess us up and take our eyes off of the facts of our faith. Right. We need to remember you know, to, not to trade what we do know for what we don't know. What do we know? We know who Jesus Christ is. We know he is our savior. We know the God the Father loves us unconditionally. Mm. We know to the life that he's called us to live. Right. We know he is our car. We know our hope is in heaven. It's not in this world. It's not in other people. As much as I love you, right. as much as I care for you and for our family, my hope is in God. That's right. And I need to fight for that. I need to keep my eyes fixed on that. And let me, let me speak to you. If, if you are a parent, you, have to, you and I, we have to remember that of the model and the example that we're setting for our, the right. next generation. That's right. Because we have to think, what's going to happen next five to 10 years when they're the church after us? Have we laid the, the foundation for them to, to not only to pursue and walk in a spiritual journey with God, But have we reminded them, hey, when the thing happens, when the hardships come to keep going, to keep your focus on him, or will they bail because we bailed? Mm. When we face these plot twists and and our perspective, they'll determine how we will face it. How are we gonna face these circumstances? Right,
1: Right, right. I think, you know, a lot of the, the areas that I struggle with have to do with my mind and my thoughts they can easily you know go off into the distance and rabbit trail and so it's really important for me to make sure that my, my that I'm controlling my thoughts and that my thoughts are focused on where they need to be and so um, i've've listed some scriptures for myself that I go to when I'm really just struggling with with my with my um, with my mind and with my thoughts. And so some of the ones that have been my favorite is Colossians 3, 1 through 2. Since then you have been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. And 2 Corinthians 10, 5, take captive every thought and make it obedient unto Christ. And, and that's a hard thing to do, and it's retraining your mind, especially when you may have been raised in an environment that did not model what what God says about, a godly marriage so and that's hard when your thoughts kind of naturally go in a different direction it's having to retrain your mind yeah. and stop those thoughts when they come and direct them where they need to be
0: yeah yeah they're talking about the rewiring how right. we think you know we, we've talked as a staff you know it's like the things that we've learned we have to unlearn mm-hmm. to relearn for a lot of the times and, yeah. and ha- we can only do that with god's help right We have to stand on faith because God has given me his word to stand on. That's right. So how is your plot twist? How is that setting you up for the great plan that God wants to do in your life? How is the season that you're going through right now? What is God revealing and how is God looking to grow you in that? Or are we just focused on the circumstance? Are we just focused on everything that's not going well? You know, I think of Mark 4 yeah. Jesus was with his disciples and he tells them hey we are going to go to the other side right. we're going to get on this boat we're going to cross the sea and we're going to go to this other side and so they all get in the boat Jesus was tired he goes lays down on a cushion and takes a nap and in the middle of that there's a storm mm-hmm. and the disciples they start freaking out because they think they're going to die so they're yelling, and they're literally waking Jesus up. Jesus, do you not care about us? Don't you see what's happening? And in that moment, Jesus gets up. He calms the seas. Mm-hmm. And he looks as disciples. Oh, you have little faith. I, I keep going back to what Jesus said from the very beginning. He didn't say, all right, disciples, hey, let's get in the boat. Let's see how far we're going to make it until the storm comes. Hey, but just just blindly follow me, you know, we may die, we may not. No, there was a statement that he said, he said, hey, we're going to get to the other side. Mm-hmm. We're going to get to the other side. Yeah, there may be a storm on the horizon. We may be get stuck. Something may happen from A to B, but listen, we're going to get there regardless. Right. And so many times I feel like we choose our fear over our faith. As 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 followers, and that we forget this truth that Jesus said, "We're going to get there. We're going to get there." Listen, if you're going through a circumstance right now, a hardship, no matter how traumatic it is right now, can I remind us all? Jesus is still with us. Jesus is still in the boat. You are not alone. Jesus is still in control. And it's OK to let him to be in control. This is coming from a control freak. It's OK to allow Jesus to be in control. I would rather have God be in control than me. Right. And Jesus will do what He says He'll do. He will act. But how will we? How will we choose to act? Listen, this journey that we are all on, the plot twists that are coming, the plot twists that we're in, it's going to take patience. It's going to take perseverance. It's going to take shifting our perspective on where it needs to be. Right. And in that process, yes, a lot of grace. But listen, we can do this together. That's right. And we want to encourage you. Listen, the pastoral staff, Megan, we love you all. And we are here for you. If you're watching online, you have only host that wants to be able to connect with you. We're going to pray. And we, we I know we have an annual vision meeting today, but we also want to give an opportunity. Hey, if you just... If you want to grow your family and just prepare and to connect, listen, we have people here that care about you because we don't want you to go through this alone. To walk through the journey together. No matter how hard, or how, how, how impossible it may feel. We're going to get through this together. That's right. Amen? Amen. Amen. Would you bow your heads with us?
1: Lord, we love you. God, and we thank you that you have never left us and you have never forsaken us. And God, although these plot twists that we face, God, they seem impossible sometimes. They seem so difficult and they seem so challenging. I thank you that not only are you with us, but you give us the strength, Father, the strength that comes from you to get through it and to see the other side. And so, Lord, I pray for each person here, each marriage here in this room. God, for the marriages that are so strong, I pray that you help them, God, to help others where they are struggling. And God, for those marriages that feel like they're barely hanging on, I pray, God, that you would continue to remind them that it is not over yet, that you are with them, God. And that just like you were with those disciples, God, on that boat when they were panicking, you are with us. We love you, God we give all these things in your name.
0: Amen. 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 Thank you for tuning in and we hope you enjoyed today's message. If you'd like to get in touch or would like more resources on how to live a
1: successful Christian life, you can always find us at myabundantlife.com. Have a blessed week.